Hello, and welcome to Azeroth United, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft Dragonflight, World of Warcraft Classic, and everything in between. My name is Denethar, and I am your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Azeroth United. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is a special episode in that uh, it's more like a one-off episode, I guess you could call it. Uh, Blizzard has released their roadmap for 2024 for Modern World of Warcraft and for Classic World of Warcraft. So this is actually released right after we uploaded uh, on Tuesday. So I wanted to go ahead and get a episode in to kind of discuss this. So this will be the focus of the episode. We're not going to do the news or you know what's uh, going on this week in World of Warcraft or anything like that. We're just going to discuss the roadmap and its ramifications and what it means for the uh, the future of World of Warcraft as well as uh, uh, what's what's going to happen with the different tracks and the different iterations of World of Warcraft. So we'll get into all that and uh, and a little bit more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And as always, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast or have a particular topic that you'd like to hear discussed, please email me at denethar1 at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voice message by going to speakpipe.com slash azerothunited. Also, if you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That helps our distribution tremendously, so if you're inclined to do so, we'd be very grateful. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into World of Warcraft. Let's talk about World of Warcraft. So let's just get this right off the bat. This graphic that was released by Blizzard, the 2024 roadmap for World of Warcraft, this contains the upcoming releases, patches, seasons, uh, pretty much everything for both versions of World of Warcraft Classic and Modern. And within that, you have Dragonflight, The War Within, Season of Discovery, Wrath Classic, Cataclassic, etc. So... You get the idea. This is to cover pretty much every release for World of Warcraft for the next year. On top of that, Blizzard has put at the bottom of this graphic more news beyond this roadmap to be shared, and features will evolve based on player feedback. Content and timing subject to change. That's very important because what we're going to discuss here is all speculation, and we know nothing. So we're just going based off of what's happened in the past, and what was produced by this in this roadmap, and what Blizzard has said in different interviews and whatnot, and just some real wild speculation. That's really the the key here. So let's start off with just a quick overview of this roadmap. If you haven't checked it out, the link will be in the show notes, so you can click on that in the description. Um, but um, I would assume most of you have seen it because it's in the launcher. So if you are playing World of Warcraft, you'll see it. That being said. The first part of this roadmap is the modern, I was going to say retail, but I'm trying to call it modern because that's what Blizzard calls it, uh, modern Warcraft. So we start with in winter of 2024, we've got patch 10.2.5, Seeds of Renewal, which is the one we've been talking about, the uh, Dragon Isles epilogue, Reclamation of Gilneas, Worldwide Dragon Raiding, Follower Dungeons, Azerothian Archives. We're going to get the Outland Cup at some point. Uh, I think it's the end of the January if it follows the schedule that's on the PTR. Cool. Next, we have a black flag that's draped over this 
kind of seasonal timeline that's going across the graphic. Uh, Black Flag with a Jolly Roger, which is the Skull and Crossbones, and a patch 10.2.6 on there. And that's it. So are we getting pirates? Uh, Mike Yabara did say no pirates, but that was in reference to the new expansion, not a Dragonfly patch. So he might have been being a little cheeky there. Uh, we'll see about that. There's plenty of speculation to be had there. Follow up with that um, uh, in early spring. It's going to be the War Within Alpha, which will be really cool. We'll get the Alpha released, and we'll we'll start getting a lot of information and screenshots and whatnot about the War Within. Following the Alpha release, we'll get Season 4, which is going to have Dragonflight Raids revisited, new PvP season, new Mythic Plus season, and new Open World rewards. Yeah, it'll be basically the faded season from Shadowlands, except in this case it's going to be a little bit more because we're going to get um, new open world rewards. So what that means, I'm not sure. But if you'll recall in Dragon uh, Shadowlands Season 4, we didn't really upgrade anything in the open world. So yeah, that was... Uh, I guess we got uh, the world boss rotation was updated with whatever the faded raid for the week is so maybe that's what they mean i don't know we'll see uh following season four release we'll get patch 10.2.7 which is dark heart this will be towards the end of spring uh, that's gonna have something called time running pandemonium which we have no clue what that is uh and it's interesting that pandemonium is spelled panda monium instead of panda Monium with an E. So, uh, and they did say that this mis- this spelling was correct, so there's not a misspelling on it. Uh, and time running seems like it's a lot faster than time walking because you run faster than you walk. So, who knows? This might be really fun. There's some speculation that it could have something to do with Mr. Pandaria challenge modes or maybe some new raids that are coming out. We'll see. Uh, Harbinger quests, which no doubt is introduction to Zalatath or the reintroduction. I'm hoping that they give us a little bit more of Zalatath's story in-game. They have said that they want to try to do more in-game lore dumps rather than having that in the books or the external media. So uh, I know that some people I've talked to are like, who's Zalatath? And yeah, that's that's fair. If you didn't do the questline and BFA or if you didn't play a Shadow Priest, you might have no idea who she is. So, yeah, uh, Troll and Draenei Heritage Armor and New Holiday Event, whatever that means. Uh, then the War Within Beta will come out. And then in summer, now on this graphic, again, this is not based on an Excel spreadsheet with precise graphs. And this is somebody drew this in, in Photoshop or, or something. Uh, the War Within Pre-Patch 11.0.1, early summer. Now, early summer is summer, for those of you who may not know starts at the end of June. So early summer could be late June, early July, um, maybe maybe mid-July if we're you know pushing it. Uh, either way, that's soon. That's really soon. Uh, yeah. Uh, following that up, we have the War Within launch. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back a step. The War Within pre-patch is going to contain world events, which no doubt, are going to be hearing the, the voice of Azeroth and whatnot. Uh, Warbands, which will be really cool. We'll get that early. Dynamic Flight, again, really cool. Can't wait for that. And Guild Updates. So this is going to be the Cross-Realm Guilds. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. Early summer, thank you. 
blizzard. It's nobody's gonna go outside now. <laughs> uh, yeah, then late summer, early fall, or autumn, as uh, they call it on this graphic. Uh, War Within launch, yay! Next new expansion, uh, campaign story, delves, hero talents, earth and allied rice, four new zones, eight new dungeons, new raid, new PvP pieces, blah 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 blah. blah. We know what a new expansion launch looks like. And this one will be no different. It'll be a lot of stuff to do. A lot of people running around, gearing up. New season come out uh, probably two weeks after the launch of the expansion, etc. So this is late summer, early autumn. So maybe we're looking at... So again, for those of you who may not know, summer ends in September. So late summer early autumn could be sometime in september maybe sometime in early october for the the uh expansion launch so we'll see that'll be pretty fun uh we'll, we'll go over dates and, and kind of do some comparisons uh and then in autumn about looks like the middle of autumn we've got the war within content update they're not giving it a name Patch 11.0.5. So this is our first .5 update. So we've got story and quests, new content and system updates. And most importantly, the 20th anniversary event, which means that that anniversary event will take place during 10.0.5. And we all know that the anniversary is in the middle to end of November. So that's when this patch is going to be taking place. So if we're going to assume an eight-week patch cadence, which is what Holly Longdale kept mentioning at BlizzCon. Uh, so we go eight weeks back, then yeah, that definitely puts us in September. So I think we're likely to see patch or the new expansion in mid-September, maybe even early September if we're lucky. So we'll see. Uh, all right, let's move on to classic. We'll go over that one real quick. So we've got in winter, Wrath of Lich King classic. We've got Ruby Sanctum. Who cares? <laughs> Sorry, if you're excited about that, great. But honestly, nobody cares. Uh, Season of Discovery, Phase 2. So this is level 40. Uh, this will include new runes, new PvP event, and the Nomragon Raid. Cool. Uh, this is going to be at the end of winter. Uh, and winter, as you may not know, ends in March. I'm just giving a lesson on... <laughs> on seasons here uh then we've got the cataclysm classic beta which will take place at the end of winter early spring or at least it'll start then uh early spring we've got hardcore self-found mode which will be really cool i hope or not if it's just hey it's a toggle mode on an existing game server uh no thanks they need to launch a new server that is just self-found there you go all right uh middle of spring season of discovery uh, this is going to be phase three, so we'll get level 50, new runes, new raid. We're assuming that this raid is going to be Scarlet Monastery, uh, which will be really cool. Uh, then in the end of spring, we've got the Cataclysm Classic pre-patch event. So we're going to get war Worgen and Goblins, improved guild features, account-wide collections, and transmog. Yay! Like, is this even classic anymore? Come on, people. What are we doing? All right. Early summer, we've got... Cataclysm Classic, Campaign Story, Four Raids, Seven Dungeons, Two Heroic Dungeons, PvP Battleground, and Dark Moon Island. All right, yeah, this is this is this is modern WoW. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the exact same as Dragonflight, but come on, this is not classic. This is ridiculous. I I really hope that Cataclysm ends classic and that that's just the end of it. So 
but we'll see. Anyway, uh, moving on. Middle of summer, we've got Season of Discovery, level 60. This is going to be phase four. So we've got new runes and end game activities. Hmm, what could that be? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, end of summer, early autumn, we've got a Cataclysm Classic, Rise of the Zandalari. So this is probably going to be phase two or phase 1.5 or who knows how they're going to name these things. I, honestly, I think the whole phase thing has kind of worn a little thin with Classic because... Anyway, uh, middle of middle of autumn, Rage of the Firelands for Cataclysm Classic. So that's interesting. Not a whole lot of time for the Zandalari to just kind of do their own thing. Now, granted, that was taking two raids and converting them to heroic dungeons, which a lot of people didn't like. Uh, the, it, the updates were cool. I, I really liked the updates, but I didn't like the fact that it was no longer a raid. I would have really liked it if it had been 10 player raids and, and just go from there. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Rage of the Firelands, middle of autumn. And then towards the end of autumn, we've got Season of Discovery phase what is this? one, two, three, four, five. Phase five, which just says end game content updates. So what that means remains to be seen. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. But. We're going to break this down in a way that's going to hopefully make a little bit more sense. At least it made sense to me. Uh, and that's really all I can do is is kind of um, try to make things, uh, try to explain things to myself and then go, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, well, Holly Longdale uh, ends this blog post about the uh, road ahead with Remain committed to delivering content in all flavors of World of Warcraft, so no matter how you play, you won't have to look far ahead to know something is right around the corner for you. Above all, we are thankful for the gift of working on World of Warcraft with you and embracing a time of evolution. From all of us on the WoW team, please have a happy, healthy holiday and a peaceful new year. We remain dedicated to continuing this amazing journey alongside you all. Holly is awesome, by the way. Just wanted to point that out. If you don't know who she is, she's the the woman at BlizzCon with the badass coat uh, jacket. Uh, yeah, just go back and watch the video. It's legit. Uh, all right. So, um, first of all, I just want to touch on that statement that she made. Uh, no matter how you play, you won't have to look far ahead to know something is right around the corner for you. How true that is. Now, something that Blizzard has done in the past, and it's been a lot easier for them in the past, is try to space out content launches. So we had, uh, let me go back to the, I have a calendar here. Uh, if you go to the Wrath of the Lich King, uh, Ice Crown Citadel launch, which was October 10th. So that the patch came out October 10th, uh, Ice Crown Citadel came out two days later on the 12th, but we're gonna go October 10th was the patch release 3.4.3. We got, um, the patch 10.2, which was November 7th. And then before that was patch 10.1.7, which was September 5th. So they spaced it out September 5th, October 10th, November 7th. We've got about four weeks in between those each time, which is great because that gives players who are maybe doing, who are double dipping, like playing a little Wrath, playing a little bit of dragonflight you know playing both sides of the fence just saying they don't know about each other so let's keep it that way uh yeah so that gave everyone plenty of time to enjoy their preferred version of world of warcraft however at this time 
<laughs> we have five versions of World of Warcraft. <laughs> five that are available to players to play right now. We have Dragonflight. We have Wrath of the Lich King Classic. We have Classic Era. We have Classic Hardcore. We have Classic Season of Discovery. Holy moly. That's a lot of World of Warcraft versions that Blizzard has to keep track of. No wonder they didn't want to do Wrath Cla- or yeah, Wrath Classic Era servers. They've got five versions of the game already. Now, three of those are all in the Classic Era client. So if we consolidate this down to say, okay, we've got the modern client, we've got the classic client, and we've got the classic era client. So we've got basically the uh, current classic version where you got your achievements and your dungeon finder and all that stuff. That's classic client. Classic era is just vanilla. Just plain old World of Warcraft, level 60, uh, broken ass classes, paladins can't do anything but heal that version of the game and those are the three main client versions and then you have different iterations on those clients so uh yeah you've got your season of discovery you've got your hardcore um and then the classic client is obviously going to convert into the cataclysm classic client and the dragonflight client will convert into the war within client now if we are to take each of those separately and say, all right, uh, so we've got patch 10.2 right now for Dragonflight. It's live. We've got patch 10.2.5 coming. So we go, all right, so November 7th was when patch 10.2 came out. So let's go, we'll, we'll look at that eight-week uh, cycle that Holly Longdale liked, liked to point out at BlizzCon, and that takes us to January 2nd, which is not going to happen because... Blizzard will still be recovering from the holidays and people will still be on vacation. So more than likely that will get pushed out to at least January 9th, maybe even January 16th. If we go to January 9th, that takes us to 63 days, which is nine weeks, which is fine. That's fine. If your eight week interval hits on a weird holiday cycle, fine. But that the patch 10.2.5 is already in release candidate, which means it's ready to go. They might be still tweaking a couple things, but it's ready to print. They're they're ready to kick it off. So, right. Okay. So if we go, all right, we've got uh, patch 10.2.5, January 9th. Let's move forward eight weeks. And we've got March 5th for patch 10.2.6 Pirates, maybe? The Night Squall? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Um... All right, so after that, it gets a little fuzzy because then, now we're got you got season four that's going to come out in spring, late spring, early, or late winter, early spring. Uh, if, so it starts getting a little fuzzy after that. But, um, you know, if we go patch 10.2.7 sometime in May, which maybe gives us patch 11.0.1, the pre patch, sometime in August or July, late July, early August, maybe. Um, and then the war within four to five weeks later in the beginning of September and then patch 11.0.5 in the beginning of November. That really kind of, if you, if you look at the timeline from that standpoint, if you go, if you go every two months about, we've got a new version of the game. So if you go from patch 10.2.5 in January, 10.2.6 is in March, 10.2.7 is in May, 11.0.1 is in 
July. Uh, War Within would be in September, and the 11.0.5 would be in November. This your, those are your eight-week patch cadences. And now, I don't think that the pre-patch is going to last eight weeks, so maybe we'll kind of kick out 10.2.7 a little bit long. That's fine, because it's still only eight weeks. We're going to get a content update, and then two to three months later, we'll be on the, all of our new stuff. This is crazy. Blizzard has never done anything like this before. Uh, Siege of Orgrimmar was something like a, a 350 or 370 or 380 days. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is, um, this is wild. This is, I, I don't even know what to think about this. Um, honestly, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Siege of Orgrimmar was 399 days from launch to the Warlords of Draenor pre-patch. <laughs> so, um, Ice Crown was 339 days. Um, uh, the Hellfire Citadel at, uh, at the end of Wad was 392 days. Uh, even Antorus was 322 days at the end of Legion. So, oh, beloved Legion, you gave us almost a year of Antorus, you dirty bastard. <laughs> so, by contrast, Dragonflight is likely to end with um, a content patch and then eight weeks maybe 10 weeks or something and then we'll get it the, the pre-patch so i don't know it's just it's crazy uh okay so going back to the calendar uh all right so that means that uh yeah so we'll get season four i'm i'm expecting that to come sometime in april because if you look at the graphic uh it looks like you've got uh the i'm gonna go back to the graphic we've got uh, patch 10.2.6, then season four, then patch 10.2.7. So it's kind of sandwiched in between the two. So I'm assuming that if 10.2.6 comes out in March and 10.2.7 comes out in May, then season four would start in April. And so what that would do is that would give us season three, uh, would give us about a 150 day duration or, or so, um, yeah, looks like we'd be right about that mark, which puts us right at about 20, 22 weeks or so. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, look, if, if we're doing 22-week seasons, I think that's pretty good because that's about how long it takes for me to get so bored that I start leveling up alts again. So, uh, yeah, I'll take a 22-week season three. Um, and then if we go from the middle of April to the middle of September, eh, we get about 160 days there. So that's, you know, again, 22, 23 weeks. Um, yeah, for season four, I I'll take that. I will take that. Uh, especially if season four is the original eight Dragonflight dungeons. Oh, chef's kiss. Love it. Ruby life pools. Here I am. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's look at classic now. Um, so for classic, we've got the uh, Follow Ice Crown came out in October. Um, and the classic updates are a little spread further apart because there's not as many updates because they're replicating a version of the game in which there was not a lot of updates. However, Blizzard has said that they intend to start releasing those updates faster. So if we go from... Um, I mean, if you just look at between Call of the Crusade, which was 3.4.2, 
which was in June, and Fall of the Lich King, 3.4.3, which was in October. It's over 100 days. So that's uh, that's like two-thirds of a season in, in Modern WoW um, for, for the five-boss ra- five raid and a uh, one dungeon. So... Um, I don't, I don't think that that's equivalent, but you know, I, look, I love classic classic is great. I don't really, I haven't really enjoyed Lich King classic. It's just not really been enjoyable. I've tried a couple times to level up and I can't because it's just, it has none of the charm of vanilla, but all of the slog and it's anyway, I'm just, that's not the topic at hand anyway. So Right. If we look at, uh, if we if we kind of space things out in the same manner, um, if we go the end of January for Ruby Sanctum, then we'll go maybe May for the 4.4 uh, Cataclysm pre-patch, and then give it a four for four five weeks or so, and, and we go June for Cataclysm. Uh, then August. Uh, the end of summer for Rise of the Sandalari, based on the graphic, and October, mid-October for Rage of the Firelands. Um, yeah, so we will be at the Firelands, which is more than halfway through uh, Cataclysm, by October. So, I mean, are we going to get Dragon Soul in February, and then Cataclysm's done by by June? <laughs> A year for Cataclysm, just done. And are they rushing through Cataclysm so they can get to Mist of Pandaria? Or are they rushing through Cataclysm so they can say, and that's how Classic ended? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, personally, I think that what they should do is they should just keep running with Classic. Give us Mist of Pandaria. Give us Warlords of Draenor. Because then we get Legion. And in Legion, instead of the ending cinematic that we got... Let's just have Sargeras stab the planet and cut it in half. And that's and it goes the the end. Sargeras won. And and all of our player characters die, and that's the end of classic. I would take that. Hell yeah. You go, well, we tried we tried our best, but uh Sargeras beat us. Imagine that. Um Sure, why not? I mean because honestly, what are we get if you do Battle for Azeroth Classic? And then you expect people to take it seriously when you release Shadowlands Classic? I can't even. I, I can't, especially with these classic uh, the, the the cadence picking up, which means we're going to get a year. If we get a year for Cataclysm, a year for Miss Pandaria, a year for Warlords of Draenor, that's three years. In three years, we'll be through one and a half expansions, maybe two. Um, are we going to catch up? Is classic going to catch up to retail? Or they just, it's, you just merge your characters over. I guess we'll just move them over to the modern. Wow. Oh boy. Anyway. Uh, all right. And then season of discovery. Let's, let's go through that one real quick. November 30th was the launch. We'll go, uh, early February for season, uh, for phase two, early May for phase three, early August for phase four. And, Late October, early November for Phase 5. Now, like I said, all these dates are arbitrary. Who knows what it's actually going to be. But the reason that I picked the dates that I did, and I went through and I, I 
I looked at this and I, I tried to apply some logic to it. And I know that you can't always apply logic, but I said, if Blizzard looked at this and they said, let's put this on a calendar so that we can, um, yeah, so we can do this. Right. And if that's, if, if they did that with a with the idea of saying, Hey, I, I, we don't want all of our content to overlap. We want content to be available and then see you a couple weeks and then, Oh, look at that. Something else. So if you have something in wrath classic and then you go, Oh, look, something in modern. Wow. And then you go, Oh, look, something in season discovery. Like, oh, look, something, uh, something else in modern. Wow. Oh, look, something in wrath classic. Oh, it's, now it's cataclysm or now it's season of discovery again. Oh, hardcore is here. If you bounce around like that, we can literally have something every two weeks for like a six month period. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to go through that right now. Okay. First off, what we already have going, which is patch 10.2, Guardians of the Dream, Season 3. We've got Classic Era, Season of Discovery. And we've got Wrath of the Lich King, Ice Crown Citadel. That's where we are with the, the three main versions of the game. Obviously, Classic Era and Hardcore are not really doing anything right now. Uh, they're existing, but there's nothing new coming until uh, we get to self-found mode for Hardcore. Uh, so let's, let's go through this. All right. So if, if we do indeed get the patch 10.2.5 seeds of renewal in, uh, January, January 9th is what I'm calling for that. So if we go January 9th, then we go January 23rd, we're going to get Rathledge King classic Ruby Sanctum. Then February 6th, we'll get season of discovery phase two. We're just going every two weeks here. Then February 20th, we'll get the cataclysm classic beta. March 5th, we'll get Dragonflight 10.2.6. Pirates, maybe? Uh, March 19th, we'll get The War Within Alpha. Uh, April 2nd, we'll get Hardcore Self-Found. April 16th, we'll get Dragonflight Season 4. April 30th, we'll get Season of Discovery Phase 3. Cataclysm Classic, May 14th, pre-patch. Uh, May 28th, we'll get Dragonflight 10.2.7. June 11th, we'll get the War Within beta. And June 25th, we'll get the Cataclysm launch. Now at this point, we now at this point we have a little break because you get a new launch. We've got summer kicking off uh, and summer is not typically a great time for things like this. But this is where, again, it starts to get a little crinkly because we don't know what's going to happen some of these things might get pushed out or pushed up we don't know so anyway let's let's continue on so we go uh july 30th we're going to get season of discovery phase four august 13th we're within pre-patch august 27th cataclysm phase 1.5 rise of the zandalari september 10th we're within launch september 24th we're within season one uh, October 8th, Cataclysm Phase 2, Rage of the Firelands. October 22nd, Season of Discovery Phase 5. November 5th, War Within 11.0.5. You see where I'm going here. This is every two weeks we got something new. Now, yes, there's a little bit of a break in the middle of summer. And, and I'm just guessing here, so I have no idea if any of this is even true. But I'm just looking at the numbers, and there's literally so many updates. They have to space them out. Maybe they do every three weeks. Maybe they launch a, a beta version of a game at the same time as they launch a, a phase of Season of Discovery. Fine. But the point is, 
There's so much content in World of Warcraft right now. The phrase, we're eating well, it is so true. Especially if you love all the different versions of the game. People who are playing Cataclysm, or sorry, people who are playing Wrath going into Cataclysm, people who are playing Season of Discovery, people who are playing Dragonflight going into War Within, that's it. There is so much World of Warcraft right now. And, you know, I've heard people talk about the Warcraft team and the classic team and how they're, oh, look at the classic team. They're doing all this stuff. It's important to remember that they clarified for us that the the classic team is, there is no classic team. There's people who work on classic and there's people who work on classic primarily, but they're all part of the World of Warcraft team. And if needed, they move more resources over to classic to help build things out. And then those resources might move back to uh, Dragonflight, or maybe they move into uh, planning for the War Within or Midnight. They're working on all of these things simultaneously. And so as a developer, you might be working on, one of these developers at Blizzard might be working on, one week they're working on Season of Discovery, the next week they're working on Cataclysm, the next week they're working on Midnight, the next week they're working on a Dragonflight patch. It's They're not sitting and, and making this isn't 2003 where they're making the game one thing at a time these people are going in and writing code and submitting it and then going and writing other code for something else so um it's it's very streamlined it's a it's a machine of of building video games so it's very exciting to look at this and and to realize what this actually means for us in terms of wow content and in terms of the future of wow because if this is how things are going to go, um, I, I don't know. This is this is pretty wild. If if they if they're going to give us the War Within in September, I could see us getting a new expansion in early 2025, a year and a half down the road. Maybe maybe they go three seasons and out. Maybe 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 that's how we do it because. You can't just say, well, we're going to have the expansions be shorter. There's content, and, and that content is timed. So if if you tell people, hey, we're going to have 12-week seasons in World of Warcraft, people are going to be mad. That's not what they signed up for. People want a 20- to 24-week season. That's the goal. Uh, that's the gold standard, I think. Um Anything beyond that, it's it's just excessive. And anything shorter than that, you feel like you didn't have enough time. Oh, I almost got my 20 portals, but I didn't have enough time. Um, so so if you if you think about the the WoW seasons as the the deciding factor of how this content is going to be rolled out, and you think about a three week or a, a three season expansion, um. That could put us, if, if we're going with 168 days, which is about what I'm expecting, it puts us just over 500 days for an expansion, which is a lot, but it's not 700, which is, uh, you know, what we're looking at about two years. Um, it's significantly less. If we did, if If we did three expansions like that, we're definitely finishing before 2030, which is what they said they wanted to do. Um, 
so I, you know, at, at this point, I'm just kind of looking at numbers and looking at charts and looking at spreadsheets and going, well, what if they did this? I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what they're going to do. All I know is they're cranking out content faster than they ever have. And it's great. And the content that they're putting out, you know what? Maybe it's not all home run for you. Maybe you didn't like the cinematic from Amir Dussel. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to. Because there's so much content. If if you're disappointed with this game, and you're like, there's nothing to do in the game, then I think you're playing the wrong game. I really do. And maybe you try a different version of it. Maybe you don't like what they're doing in Modern WoW. Try Season of Discovery. You might really like it. It's really fun. Try Cataclysm. Uh, you know... There was a lot of baggage associated with Cataclysm that primarily had to do with the destroying of the old world to make way for flying. And while it was a necessary evil, it really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And so if you look at that and you say, well, I don't have that emotional baggage because I started playing in Warlords or I started playing in BFA, then yeah, go try Cataclysm Classic. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll really like it. The, the The talents were really good. The classes felt really good. There was a lot of uh, a lot of really good PvP. The raids weren't great. We had Firelands that was good, um, but the rest of them were okay. Dragon Soul was pretty terrible. Um, but if if you're looking to do some good PvP, yeah, go play Cataclysm. Uh, try out whatever you want to do, because honestly, there's there's plenty of game. There's so many different versions of it. And if you can't find a version that you like that really suits you, it might be time to move on. Or, you know, maybe you take a break. Maybe you just take a little break and then you come back and you go, hey, you know what? I actually do like this game. Okay, great, cool. That's awesome. But if don't play just because that you invested time. Because that, that sunken cost fallacy will will just make you bitter and angry and unhappy. So anyway, that's <laughs> lessons, <laughs> lessons for the day. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, I just, I wanted to go over all of that. And yeah, like I said, there's a lot of dates and numbers and it's, it's really hard to go through everything, but um, uh, I wanted to, to kind of look at these charts and um Look at these roadmaps and, and kind of think about what, what does it mean for the future? Um, one thing that I will say before I wrap it up here, uh, one thing that I will say is that it's really hard to look at the past and say, well, here's what they did in the past. So that's going to help us predict the future because they've changed everything up to the point where I almost don't even recognize this team anymore in terms of their output. I'm so used to the, oh yeah, here's, here's an update. And then radio silence for three months, four months, five months. We're getting constant communication with the developers in this case. Um, Season of Discovery, they were practically having conversations with the developers on what they wanted, what the players wanted out of that version of the game. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things coming in and there's a lot of features that are going to show up on PTRs and in alphas and betas here coming up soon. And I, I definitely want to talk about all that stuff. Uh, but especially the cataclysm stuff is everybody already knows that it's, it's all known because it's all in the game right now. It's all in the modern game. So if you're new to, if you're new to wow and you started with classic and you've never played cataclysm or heard of Deathwing, Okay, great. Um, this, this is your time to shine, but for the most part, everybody already knows that stuff. 
the stuff coming in with the World Soul Saga, uh, starting with The War Within, it's pretty wild. Um, just the war bands alone is mind-boggling. Now, I have to say, I'm really disappointed because with war bands, you are it's it's tied to your um, your Battle.net account. So if you have multiple WoW accounts on one Battle.net account, then everything is shared under your warband. I, because I'm an idiot, have two Battle.net accounts. And so my warband is going to be half of my characters, and then I'll have half of my characters in another warband. But it's okay. It's my own fault. I'm a dummy, and that's fine. So what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. So anyway... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. I'm, I'm just kind of uh, rambling at this point, and there's no need for me to just kind of uh, drone on endlessly about nonsense. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure to jump back into the podcast game and, and know that there are still people downloading this podcast and there are, st- are still people listening. At least I hope you're listening and not just downloading it and deleting it. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for, for being here and for being a part of this. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can contact me at denithar1 at gmail.com or you can check me out on Twitch. I'm at denithar01 or you can check me out on YouTube. I'm also at denithar01. I don't do X Twitter because I gave up on that. And so I don't really have a way to put out uh, updates and, and comments. Um, I, I don't really feel like I have enough uh, uh, of a listenership to start a Discord server. So uh, this is where I will uh, communicate with people uh, primarily. Um, if you're interested in finding out what's going on with the show, um, I might uh, post some updates to my YouTube channel uh, detailing some of the things that we're going to be rolling out in the next few months. But um, for the most part, that's that's what we're doing. So anyway, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in Azeroth. <laughs>